Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fran Coaches Franchising 101 podcast series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your podcast host. Today, we're excited for our episode as it will be the second installment of our new segment called In Their Words. In this segment, we're going to hear directly from Fran Coach clients who become franchise owners. We're going to talk about their backgrounds, what led them to consider franchise ownership how they navigated the process with the Fran Coach team, as well as what franchise they chose and how it's gone so far. Um, before we tell you the story of our, our, our client, we're going to tell you this story. Um, who is Fran Coach? We are a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help our clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. Our goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. So that's us, but let's get to the good stuff. Uh, so joining us today is our most recent client who has become a new franchise owner, uh, Mr. Stephen Nickens. Uh, Stephen, how are you today, my friend? I'm great. How are you, Tim? Good. Uh, appreciate appreciate you joining us. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you. And and when we uh, we we do this, sometimes it's folks that have uh, you know started uh, kind of signed a franchise agreement uh, a few few weeks ago, a few months ago. Uh, we've got one scheduled here coming up soon with somebody that's been in business for about a year or so. But you are brand spanking new, my brand friend. New. We're we're like not even 48 hours into. Uh, becoming a new franchise owner. So congratulations. Thank How, you. Uh, how's, how's it feel? It feels amazing. I mean, just waking up knowing that I'm in more control of my own destiny is an absolute amazing feeling. Perfect. Uh, well, good. No, we're, we're excited to hear all about it. And so, I mean, to start with, tell us, um, give us a, give us a little scoop and who, who, who are you and kind of a little bit about uh, kind of your, your background. Okay. So, I've been in sales, God, going over 30 plus years now. And um, I started out right out of college at Rutgers. I went to work for Xerox and I always was taught, you know, go to school, get a good education, you know, get a good job, move up through the ranks. And I certainly did that. I took a little break back in the 90s and I ran my own merchandising service company for about, about 12 years full time. And I will tell you, I was never happier than when I was running that business and I was tired, but it was a good tired. I mean, I, I put in so many hours and it was just great. But then I got thrusted back into the uh, corporate world and I started to ascend rapidly, you know, through management, became director of sales, corporate training. And it was good. We, we earned a good living. Me and my wife, Kim, both earned a good living in sales. But the challenge was we just wanted control. We weren't in control of our time. We wanted control ultimately how much we could earn. And with the pandemic, it was really interesting. Um, I, I wanted to do something, I think, this latter part of my life. I'm 57 years old. Um, we're in relatively good shape. So we know we, we have 15, 20 good years left in us, right? And we both wanted to do something that was just more, it, it dealt with consciously who we were in a way of giving back. We wanted to be able to be involved in a business that we just felt good about. So I ended up working in the electronic vehicle EV charging space. And I, we drive EVs and I just thought it was a good thing to do. And I joined up with them in January of this year. And then along came the pandemic. And in April, 
um, they let a bunch of us go. And I was one of those people. So immediately I thought, oh, what am I going to do? And I decided to go back to school and get more education, right? Become relevant, get more education. Maybe that'll help out. But it was more about edifying me, getting something that I could use. So I went back to Northwestern and I got a certificate in mastering sales. And it was just in that process when you reached out, I think via email. And um, I don't, I, I believe timing is so important in one's life. And, and in that process, I, I, I said, yeah, let's talk. And what I, what I really loved about your approach, because I've certainly been approached by a lot of people about starting a business and franchise and other things, was that it was like, let's just have a conversation about what you're doing and what you want to do and what you like. And um, I immediately said to Kim, I said, look, we're going to have a talk with this guy, Tim. And she's like, about what? And I said, uh, you know, about about a business. I said, your dad had his own business with big O tires for years. And I've had my own business. And we keep talking about having a business together. And, um, you know, I said, timing's good. I said, why not now? So we, we that's when we started the process with you. And um, it's funny because as well of a, as a professional relationship we have, I really consider you a friend, not just some. Um, someone that I know professionally, but, but a friend because of the process you took us through and, and the things that you knew and you said, you know, respect the process. So we did that. So um, I'll, I'll kind of take a pause here and we can get a little bit more into the, the, the businesses we chose and why, but um, that's, that's kind of where we are right now. The, uh, awesome. Well, and, and, and thank you for that. That just, that you absolutely made my day with that. And your, your, uh, re the response Kim had to you, why the heck you're talking to this guy? I get that a lot from females in general, just so, uh, <laughs> I want to talk to Tim, right? So fortunately, uh, you guys were open to that and, and worked, worked through this. So it's been, it's been a, it's been a blast working, working with both of you. And so you kind of talked a little bit about what, what made you even kind of jump into this or at least be willing to have the conversation. We go through a couple calls, all three of us really kind of build out that, that dream scenario for you guys. And then we get to the, we get to the big call where we're introducing franchises. And I believe we started with four options right off the bat. Um, talk a little what 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 do you think right here's 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 the four you have no clue what in the world to expect here's here's this dude about to present franchises he's going to make us get on the phone with them and then we go through those 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 four what what, what were your thoughts right off the bat so it's interesting because it was about an hour call maybe a little more and we we are both in there and we're just like ears are all perched up and we're just taking notes and as you mentioned the four you know, we're kind of looking at each other, shrugging our shoulders, kind of thinking, eh, maybe, maybe not. But um, nonetheless, we were going to respect that process because you've done this before and we knew that. And a lot of people, I think that's the biggest problem they have is they, they don't have the trust in someone that really knows what they're doing. And I, I said, well, look, this guy's done that before. He, he, he understands how this works. And at the end of it, he said, if none of these fit, we, we can look at some other things. So I think the four you gave us were um, 1-800 water damage, fetch, which is a dog care care service, which we like. It was kind of a dog concierge service, um, senior helpers and money pages. And, um, you know, we weren't extremely excited after our initial call with you until we started 
peeling back the layers of the onion on each one of them, right? Um, you know, which required some work on our part, and we committed to that. So we went to the website and we looked at, you know, the different businesses. I think you had sent us some additional information and links, and we opened them all up. And you know, and I'm like, you know, and I'm not working, so it's easy. This is good for me. This is like great. I can spend an hour going through each one, looking at everything, you know, googling stuff. And Kim's working, so I'm having to kind of feed her information. So it's a little challenging, but I'm like, Hey, Kim, you got to read this. You got to read that. And, um, and I think the first one that we got excited about, believe it or not, just because we hadn't spoken to anyone from any, any of the franchises yet. And the first person I spoke to was, um, Tom, Jim, I think of Tom over at fetch. And, um, this is another part of the process, which I really love. Everybody you put us in touch with was absolutely great they were great at once we committed to moving forward they all reached out they were all responsive they all replied back to text email or phone calls and that was important to us right like you know who are you going to be working with and how responsive are they so the first one was tom and we spent some time and we're we're animal lovers and we got excited about fetch and i'm like man this this sounds pretty good we could do that and then we spoke with rob and he was over at senior helpers and i said put a little asterisk next to next to that one there and um we we spoke to him and we came away feeling like wow this is this is pretty good it's getting a little better now i in in all fairness to to 1-800 water damage i had spoke to the guy and and i think his name was steve and i can't remember but what happened was we had a problem connecting there was no fault of his there was just a lot of busy stuff going on and you know you got COVID and everything so no, no fault of his, but by the time we were able to connect, we started de- developing a sense of this is kind of where we're drawn to. And I, in all fairness to the process, I Googled and I went through that process of looking at that company, but we felt like there was a lot of moving parts in that business that didn't align with the sort of business we wanted to have. And I think you had done a good job at uncovering what we wanted to do what did the day-to-day activity what did the the sort of business how big of a business what was the structure and we felt like i probably could have stepped in and done that but i i felt like kim she wasn't feeling that so we were like okay you know and i immediately said let's just focus on three and we didn't really move too much further with that opportunity and then the last one that we spoke with was uh, money pages and um I think we came back to you and said, hey, look, we're not really interested in money pages. We we kind of like Fetch and we kind of like senior helpers. And you said, hey, I get it. And most people, you you told us, you said, most people will will go through this. And he goes, do me a favor, at least talk to Danielle from money pages. And we did that. And, and what's interesting, I called you up, I think, and I said, wow, I'm glad we spoke to her because something interesting <laughs> happened. Money pages jumped into like, tied with number one it just jumped it just like boop and we still like fetch a lot but money pages just jumped in there i was like wow and 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 it was it was because danielle was so dynamic and then when we understood the process and every one of your contacts goes through such a thorough understanding of the process and here's the business model and once you understand the business model the light bulb goes off and you can start seeing yourself doing these things so we got excited about that now the day-to-day is really what resonated with us with senior helpers. We had to figure out what were we going to be most excited about getting up doing. And, and I suggested new people. What we did, we, we did this role play thing for a couple of days 
we said, let's, let's go to bed, wake up in the morning and let's pretend we're senior helpers, owners. And we woke up and we said, what would our day look like? What would we be going out doing? And it was meeting with potential clients, right? It was meeting and interviewing potential caregivers. It was going out being the face of the business. It was going out, understanding who our market was or market audience and the VA hospitals and, and, and being out meeting people, talking to people, you know, educating about why it's important to have people comfortable at home. And, and that felt good. That felt good. We did that with money pages. And unfortunately for Kim, I sold advertising. So it, it wasn't a big stretch for me. She's never done that. And the comfort level wasn't quite the same, but we did it again with senior helpers. And she says, I could do this every day because I like people and I like, I like their business model. Now, what I tell, what I'll tell people that's important. My mother's 80 years old. Kim's parents are in their seventies. Um, her father experienced a, a fall this year and broke his ankle. My mother suffered a stroke three years ago. And if it weren't for my brother and her two sisters, I would probably need a service like senior helpers because she has said, I do not want to go into assisted living or any sort of old folks home as she calls it. And that resonated with us. And that was important. So we had immediately identified senior helpers as a business that we were passionate about. And I think in anything you do, you got to be passionate. And I think we touched on this yesterday. I've had a lot of jobs that I liked and I liked them a lot and I was good at them and I made a lot of money. I never really had a job outside of my own business that I loved. And I, I honestly feel like, and you know, we're 48 hours into this thing. I just feel like I'm going to love this business. I'm probably going to work 60, 70 hours a week, but I'm going to love, I'm going to love what I do. And I think that's important, especially, you know, I, I say this as I get older, but I think if someone told me 20 years ago, Tim, go find out what you love and just go do it. I'd have been better off because I think when you, when you really do something that you're passionate about, you don't get focused on the money. You just, you just like the work. And I think that's where we're at. We're about to embark on something where, you know, we'll be able to earn a pretty good living as most franchises do because you're in control of two, two key things, right? Time and money. And those are the, the key, key things for success and happiness. And I, so I'm not worried about that, but I think more importantly for our own mental health, our own spirituality, when you find something you're passionate about, it changes everything in your life. It changes your stress, you, you know, just everything, your physical being. So senior helpers did that for us. And it's not to say that at some point in life, we may not revisit money pages, or I may not talk to a, a, a one of my daughters or sons about, you know, pursuing a money pages or a fetch um, opportunity because they're good opportunities. And I, I could see us having a family corporate kind of business and, and, and maybe owning other franchises because they're just that good. But for us, it was senior helpers, and that's kind of where we are today. Yeah, that's awesome. You, you talk about the, the – and you guys did the – I call it the get-out-of-bed test. In fact, we, our most recent podcast episode was all about the get-out-of-bed test. And people will get it caught up into, especially coming out of the corporate world, well, this is the industry I've been in. Therefore, that's the industry I need to have a franchise in. And it's rarely the case. And – it really comes down to you're gonna you're gonna get out of bed. You're gonna go to work at your business. It doesn't. We don't want the eh, right? Um, it needs to be the yes. You're you're jumping out of bed. You're not pulling the covers back over your head, hitting snooze fourteen times. Um, and when you have that type of energy and and excitement about what you're going to do, you're going to be successful, 
right? So yeah. that's that's fantastic. And you talked about it at the kind of at the beginning when we introduced the franchises, and it's it's something I'm, I'm would would bet I said this to you because I say this almost every time we introduce franchises. There's a good chance one of the franchises I present to folks is going to going to elicit an eye roll and, and you and Kim may have looked at each other and rolled your eyes at one, <laughs> one or, or more than them. And, and that, and that's okay. The, 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 the eye roll franchise wins more times than not. And, and even for you guys where I think maybe the, you know, you guys really like fetch right out of the gate, but senior helpers, but money pages, though it ended up not being the one for you guys that openness to explore and have that next conversation to learn more really got you, got you excited. Didn't ultimately be the one, but understanding more about that business model actually helped solidify, which is the best, the best one for you. And for you guys was, was senior helpers. Oh, definitely. So, it definitely did. It, get, it gave us a really good comparison about what we actually wanted to do at this point. And, and had we not done that, I don't know that we'd have been that that excited and high on on senior helpers, but it, it, it really was a formidable competitive opportunity to look at and really make an evaluation kind of the pros and cons of what was going to work for us right now in our lives. And, and I think what tipped the scales also was that, you know, that whole passion factor and because of our parents and the situations that they're in, that really resonated with us. And we felt like, you know, our parents are just one of millions out there that will need some sort of help. And I, you know, I told my daughter the other day, look, find a business that you can identify with, find a business that you feel good about because you know, either someone in your family or someone close to you is benefiting from what you're doing. And that was really, really important for us. And, and I think that's what really tipped the scales. And, and here's the other thing I have to say, everybody that you presented to us to work with, has been absolutely incredible, even in exiting and, and having to make that dreaded call and say, Hey, look, <laughs> we're not going to move forward with you guys. We're going to go in a different direction, but we want to thank you. Everyone. I mean, Tom was like, look, he goes, I know you guys will be successful wherever you go. And he asked, what was it? And he goes, Oh my God, you guys will you'll kill it there. He was so gracious in not being chosen. And I was like, wow, because I, I, I dread those sort of calls. I'm like firing someone, right? Because you build up right. this relationship because you've talked to these people now for like, you know, good, good, good amount of hours. And then Danielle, it was like, oh, my God, she's she's a, she's going to be a friend for life. I can tell you that right now um, <laughs> because you build up these relationships and you, you build, develop a certain level of trust because they want you to be a part of their business. And they're not going to tell you anything that's incorrect. And they want you to feel comfortable so there's this level of trust and, and understanding you have with them. So it's hard making that when I had, that was, a, that was a, I think I sent you a thing. I said, Hey, are you going to be able to reach out to Danielle? And I told her, I said, Tim's not calling Danielle. I got to make that call. And she laughed, you know, but when I called her and I told her, she says, you know what? She says, I get it guys. I get it. And, and she made it so much easier. And at that point I knew we had made the right decision, but I told her, I said, look, I'm not ruling you guys out. I'm just ruling you guys out right now in this moment. But, you know, as things happen, you never know. But in either case, we're going to remain friends and we're going to keep a pulse on what you guys are doing over there. And she really appreciated that. And we really appreciated her support as we chose to move a different direction away from her opportunity. So that's yeah, important. The, the It's one of the things most people don't think about going into this process. The connectivity 
that you have with the franchisor and their whole their whole team, their culture, that matters greatly for almost almost every everybody we work with, right? Every now and then there's somebody that's just, you know, the as I always call it, like they they have a hard time dialing down their inner jackass, right? And <laughs> like, then okay, just whatever, just give me the thing, get out of my way. But you, you and you and Kim are genuinely amazing people, and so for 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 us going through the the search, that's hugely important, right? That you have that that connection and those those breakup calls, right? It's you know calling Tom and calling Danielle, hey, it's 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 not you, it's us. Those, those those aren't fun, but it also, to me, I'll just flat tell you, it goes back to the character you guys have, because sometimes people try to pawn that off onto me, and um, that just, I, I think it's very, very telling that not only, you you skipped the email, like, the Dear John breakup, you got on the phone, and you actually had a conversation with them, which which kudos to you for doing that, because that, that's not easy, but that connectivity that you had with them, and then with senior helpers, you had a chance to meet their whole team. And maybe that's the, 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 the one last thing of the process. The last thing that, that, that you do, the, the, the discovery day or meet the team day, the terms are kind of synonymous with this. And with, with, with COVID, this was all virtual. But tell everybody what that experience was like, the meet the team day with everybody at senior helpers. Great. I want to I step back one quick moment, too, before I get into that. Um, something each one of the people that we, we got down to the last three, which was senior helpers, fetch and money pages. And we started talking to owners that actually own franchises. And one of the things I'll tell people is that when you start talking to owners, start looking at them and see if you can see yourself in them. So we talked to this couple in Sacramento, uh, Nick and Desiree Trunzo, and they're, they were into this thing about a year. We just found out in our meet the team day that they were um, rookies of the year, which was super exciting. And um, they're getting their second territory as we speak. So that was exciting. So when we went to meet the team day, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, it, we, Rob, who's been great, he's VP of franchise operation over at Senior Helpers. He's kind of our chaperone through that process. And Annie Long, who works with him, they were, they were super helpful and super nice. I mean, they had breakfast and coffee and food show up for us at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, our day. So we started, we're they're, they're East coast, we're West coast. So we started eight forty five. So they had food set up, sent over at Grubhub for us in the morning, which was nice. Some donuts, get us on that little sugar high and some coffee all wound up so we can get through a pretty long day. Cause it started eight forty five. We ended about one forty five, two o'clock. And um, you go through and you meet the various people in the organization that you're going to be working with, not just for the next six months, nine months, but as long as you're an owner within that organization, you get to work with these great, talented people. And, um, you know, one of the questions that Kim asked, she said, in your opinion, you know, those that don't make it, what is the thing that you would say stands out? Because, like, you know, failing for us is not an option. And the VP of um, operations, she said, she said, well, there's two things that stand out. She says, people do not rely on these great resources that we give them, and they think they have a better roadmap to success. And she says, and people just are underfunded when they get into this thing. They have to make sure they're committed to the right amount of monies to make sure it's going right, but they don't rely on the resources. And I'm thinking, why wouldn't you rely on people who have done this 300 times and have made people's lives financially free 
over and over. I mean, it's like buying a McDonald's franchises and say, I'm not going to use your your recipe for French fries because I don't like it. I mean, whether right. you like it or not, it works. Why do you think they sold billions of burgers and fries, right? And that's the thing. You meet these people and they all bring such a passion to what they do. And we're sitting in this, we're in this virtual Zoom call and we can, we can barely contain ourselves. We're like, oh my God, because here's what I'm going to tell you. I've worked in corporate companies and we've worked for some of the best companies, uh, Staples Corporation, Xerox. Uh, I worked for a big phone company. I worked for, um, we both came out of the GE, blue chip GE world. And, and, and that's a great company, right? A lot of good resources and stuff, but I've never seen a company at this level they just all operate on such a high level and they're all so passionate. You know, I'd go into these GE meetings and you could tell the person presenting, they were just doing it because it was on, they were put on an agenda and they just wanted to get through whatever it is they were putting up on the screen and you had to suffer right along with them trying to understand and make sense of it. Everything they put on the screen, it was on the screen. We're taking notes. We're, we're writing down stuff. We're like, oh my God. And, but you could tell that Everyone there lives this and does it. That was important because here we are about to embark on something that's going to change our lives and ultimately determine our future. And everyone was so passionate about it. And, and we did that and we came away with like, yeah, we've made a really good choice. We're happy. They're happy. And then we find out at the end of the day, we wrap up with Rob Cantrell, who's the VP of Franchise Operations and uh, Franchise Development. And he says to us, oh, by the way, I, I, I told after they, they they offered us the franchise and we gladly accepted. He says, "I've told people around the office that you two are going to be the next rookies of the year." And Kim, she's super competitive. She's she's like, "You know we are," and I was like, "Yeah, we are." But um, that you know that that's how this thing ended on such a high note that we haven't come down yet. And um, yeah, you know. Yeah, that thing. and 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 I have and I will I would be just stunned if you guys didn't end up with 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 that with that great thing, right? But that that experience, the experience, and just kind of uh, leaving those discovery day and meet the team days, essentially like overwhelmed, like like oh my gosh, how, how could anybody possibly fail? Um, which shameless podcast uh, promotion episode five of our podcast series? Literally, we talk about what 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 if I fail? And one of the things really the the two main reasons somebody doesn't follow the plan or they're just flat lazy and they don't work and that's the the caveat and really the trick with all of this is you have to find that perfect match for you for you guys senior helpers the next person we may work with i may talk about senior care and then i go oh man i hate old people (laughs) well guess what that's not that's not going to be for them that's okay but when you find the right match you got to try really hard to screw it up. You do. You just have to, you have to be the McDonald's owner. That's going to say, I don't want to sell cheeseburgers. Right. right? Um, and, and even, even then, or just like, I'm not going to show up to work. Well, and you know, this from experience and everything with senior helpers and, and their meet the team day. If you and Kim just decided you were going to sit around the house all day, you know, watching TV and eating Cheetos and not working, Somebody and probably a few of them from senior helpers are going to be knocking on your door in Southern California and going, what are you doing? Get up, right? Get the orange stuff off your fingers. Let's get to work. They're just not going to let that happen once you find that perfect match. So that's that is. I have to share this story because I shared it with with the people at, at senior helpers. And it's something you said to me. 
and I want I want to I want to share it on the podcast because I want it to be archived. So I want people to hear this. And our conversation <laughs> prior to meet the team day, I think it was, or it was Friday last Friday. You said, and it was I, I shared this, and it's so powerful. You said, Stephen, look, Senior Helpers has built you the absolute best race car they could ever build. Like this race car will win any race that they enter this car in. Now, you and Kim are the drivers of that car and they're going to train you how to drive that car and they're going to tell you what grade of fuel to put in that car. And it's a premium fuel. And if you go out and drive the car the way they tell you and use the fuel the way you should in that car, you're going to win the race. It's a given. And that was, I'm a car guy. We don't miss the Grand Prix. We go every year. We were heartbroken when the Grand Prix was canceled this year. But when you told that story, I'm like, I told Kim, I said, I don't know if he like, did he go and look me up and find out that I'm a car guy? Because we were talking about cars and my electric cars. And I said, but good yep. Lord, that, that story was like nailing the coffin shut for me. And I told, I told, I think I told uh, Rob the, and I told the VP and I told uh, Christina down and she, and she said to me, she said, I'm stealing that story, but I, I'm telling <laughs> it on the podcast today because I want to give you credit for an amazing story or analogy that really resonates home because it's right. It's like the McDonald's, right? You, you can't fail if you do what they say. And that that's kind of where we are right now. We're like, Hey, you know what? And they're okay with, if you have a wheel and it's working, you can improve upon it, but you don't have yep. to go and reinvent it. And that's really what this is about. Everybody's improving upon stuff. And we're sharing these best practices across all 300 franchise owners, but, you don't have to go and reinvent anything. It's already done. And that was great with that whole car analogy. So I wanted to get that on here. And thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, uh, no, yeah, you know, that's awesome. Um, so no, cool. So what's, um, with pre- this, is, this has been fantastic, man. I appreciate all of this. But I, I guess maybe last last question I'll throw at you and I'll let, 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 let you run. But what, what would you want to share with maybe somebody out there who's thinking about looking into franchise ownership to try to see if this is the right path for them. Um, I would say to young people, don't wait till you're my age. You know, I think young people think that they're not in a position or they'll wait, you know, that's like a fallback. No, if someone would have said to me, cause I had my own business, but no one really looked at that and said, Hey, why don't you look at these sort of businesses or this sort of opportunity? If someone literally would have said to me 15, 20 years ago, you should be looking at and, and doing this whole evaluation process. I'd be in a different headspace right now. But I mean, I'm glad that it's working out for me now. But I tell my daughters and my sons, look, if you have an opportunity to go and own a business, go own it. There's a book out called The Millionaire Next Door. And it talks about people that you would never suspect are millionaires. You wonder what they do. But it came out years ago. But it's people who own their own businesses. It's people who've taken control of time and money and they own their own, own companies. So that's important. Don't wait. If you think you need to wait, don't wait. And then the people who are getting up there in age like we were, you know, make a decision now. And, and, and here's the thing, you know, we were, we were in a good financial position because we made a decision to get out of debt and put a little bit of money away, but we didn't invest well. So we didn't have some huge retirement plan to fall back on. And we needed a vehicle to help us get to that end of the road sort of, sort of part of our life. And this is the, the perfect way to do it. But for people who, 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 you know, maybe have pretty good credit and don't have a whole lot of money put away, there's a lot of resources out there to help you become an owner 
Um, and especially now with everything going on in pandemic, you know, if you have an opportunity to take control of your life and, and own a business of a franchise of some sort, I would say do it now or at least start the conversation. It may not happen for another year, but you got to start the conversation now and you got to start getting those ideas because if you talk about it and you keep talking about it, you'll eventually make it a reality. And I know that because had I not accepted your invitation to get on a phone call, I'd be, I'd be cruising through LinkedIn or indeed trying to figure <laughs> out where my next job was. And a buddy of mine yep. said to me, I called him up my best friend, Bobby. And I called him, he called him up and say, we got the franchise. He said, man, I'm so happy for you. He goes, you know what I'm really happy about? I said, what's that? He goes, you are off the job market. You're no longer hireable. He goes, dude, that's huge. He goes, I'm going to be no longer hireable one day too. And I'm not going to have a job. He says, you no longer have a job. You're an owner. And when he said that, I just smiled like, yeah, you're right, dude. I, I'm an owner. I'm no longer an employee or I don't have a job. I just got a not, tremendous opportunity. And that's what I would tell people is that if you don't want a job, go out and find yourself a franchise and um, embark upon a you know, tremendous opportunity. The, the best title you can have on your business card is owner. Yeah. yeah right. And you, you get to put that on there now. So, uh, so, so, so cool. So, um, Stephen, man, I can't thank thank you enough for spending time with us today to talk about all of this. And I know you're going to be an, an enormous success as senior helpers owners. And and in a, in a year when you guys become uh, get that rookie of the year award, then we can do a uh, return uh, return guest appearance on the podcast. And um, and just just for you, you've got now the ability for your family. You you get to the you know your daughter that won't have you on their podcast. You get to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of mentioned, you know, that, 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 the heck with you, kiddo, you're out of the will. So, um, you can just, uh, you, you, you can adopt me and my seven year old and, and get, pick her out. So, um, well, I'm going to so make, sure, cool, I'm gonna make sure she hears this and say, you know, people realize talent and, um, don't sleep on this because by the time you call me, my schedule might be too booked. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be doing you'll be doing the uh, the late night talk shows uh, here here very very soon. So, um, seriously, man, thank thank you thank you so much for for coming on and talking to well, us. Thanks today. for having me. I appreciate it, and thanks for all that you've done in the past several months to making all of this happen. You are you are very welcome, um, and um, for all of our wonderful loyal podcast listeners, we hope. The Franchising 101 series continues to provide insight into the amazing possibilities that can be achieved as a franchise owner. Um, if you haven't yet uh, subscribed to uh, our podcast, uh, please do so. I don't want you to miss out anything that's uh, been, been already out or coming up in the future. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner and uh, join Stephen and Cam on that path, then let's schedule a brief introductory call. There's never, ever any fee for our service. Um, click the link in the podcast window Find us online, francoach.net. Um, again, never any fee, so we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day. Bye-bye.